Hi, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Wildcats on the Podcast. This is Adam here. I'm at a coffee shop, so I can't go too nuts. I forgot to do this earlier, and I'm running out of time, so this is how I'm doing the intro. Um, on this episode, we, me and Charlie and Mitch and Ben look at Mitch's biggest oopsie, a Wildcats mistake he's particularly embarrassed by and ashamed of. And we talk about that. I forget what else we talk about. We talk about ribs and other stuff. And then it is episode five of And the Wildcats and the Crazy Concert. Um, it's a cool episode. So please enjoy. Okay, I just want to start this episode by asking you guys the question, do ribs actually taste really good? I um, Here's the thing. They definitely taste good, but I don't prefer them over other types of barbecue food. Right? Like, is there any... Is ribs a really good cut of meat? Because I have always thought ribs are like, oh boy, not a steak, huh? I like ribs. I think I like ribs. I like the fact that they're, I mean, when they're done well, the idea is that they're not super chewy. They fall off the bone, blah, blah, blah. They're very, like, kind of, like, soft. And I think, like, in general, you get pretty good, like, bites of meat and not fat and not, like, tough fat or gristle because that grosses me out more than anything. But don't you Um, know, And that's why I like... A brisket or like pulled pork would pulled pork is great, but brisket is great. But sometimes I feel like someone says like, "Oh, we're gonna like barbecue," and I'm like, "Yeah," and then it's like just a real tough steak, and I'm like, "Okay, I guess that's good." But I don't know. Yeah, I like ribs. I think they're tasty. I mean, I guess here's a question: Would you prefer ribs or like a drumstick with barbecue? Ribs. Yeah. See, I think I, I think I would pick ribs too. Yeah, the whole Ugh. the whole concept of like a big drumstick is like gross to me on multiple levels. Yeah, I feel like at least so. with like ribs, there's like one bone, it's big, and I know where it is. But with drumsticks, I feel like sometimes I like randomly bite into little bones. Yeah, or just like and all I- the parts on there that aren't really tasty. Yeah, yeah, the gristle ratio is pretty low on ribs. Like that's the thing I will that's say true. ribs have that's going true. for them. If you want to eat off a bone, it's like eating off the bone easy version <laughs> yeah. yeah okay wait that's an in, that's an insane question to me do people enjoy eating off the bone is that a thing I i've never that. got that i don't want bones yeah, in I anything I, I do ribs like is really bones. i think probably the easiest one because i know like it is supposed to disconnect from this bone very very efficiently and in this case the bone is like just a simple vehicle but like I'll eat wings because I like wings, but I'll always order like boneless wings if it's Same. just for myself because I don't want to touch my, this food and I don't want to like 
like right. chew right. around a bone and then yeah. also like be like, look at all that crap I feel like still you on just it. Get, you get like less meat and more hassle. Yes. Oh my God, Ben! I, thank you so much, <laughs> Charlie. Give <laughs> Thanks, us the ben. counterpoint if you must. Yeah, the only counterpoint, like I agreed with you guys until very recently, <laughs> uh, where I started getting into fried chicken, and I feel like I can't tell if this is a true thing or just like a it's thing false. enough it's false. people <laughs> have told me that I started believing. But I feel like like chicken fried on the bone is like slightly less dry and sometimes than, than, than a boneless chicken. Hmm. I've heard that point and I say that's fair is that sometimes you definitely get like a boneless chicken wing and what you're really eating is like a chicken nugget with like a lot of breading. And yes, I do like love the breading part, but like I do know that I ordered it for the simplicity of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like that's the fair argument is that people genuinely generally say that like bone in would be a little like more moist and, and meatier. So that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah. I feel like for me too, I really don't like hashtag me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, Charlie. I think your time's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I want to say that who cares how good saucy meat is? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We're here to talk about Mitch's biggest oopsie. Oh, boy. Should, we, uh, should you explain Anna? this segment, or should I? Oh, uh, whatever. I'll explain it. Okay. Here at Wildcats, we fuck up, and <laughs> we're an improvised band. We improvise everything, and we release everything. It doesn't matter. We track list beforehand, and we these are all the songs, and we can't cut one out. We already did the track list. So every second of Wildcasts ever recorded goes up, and sometimes we fuck up. Maybe even like half the time, depending on the year. And occasionally we have moments or songs that we're all deeply ashamed of. I can't necessarily speak for Mitch on this clip, but he has one prepared for us. A moment of shame. A big oopsie, courtesy Mitch. Yeah, okay, so this is, I've, I've prepared a little clip, it's just the part, all we have to do is play it from the beginning, so Charlie, if you don't mind queuing that up, okay. and we'll just listen. <laughs> I, I think I know this one. Definitely know that one. Oh boy, uh, that is from Dean's list dipshits off of Desk Friends Forever, and that song <laughs> I had. Uh, we just real quick beforehand, I found this riff and I was like, "This is sick. This is like super like epic '80s ballad riff. Let's nail it." And I come in on the slide, and it just fucking like. <laughs> completely like just like trip over the first few notes and then <laughs> so like funny i was it's, like so really, frustrated 
And like, I feel like now, I feel like now, if knowing that's happened already, and I feel like we maybe we've done this one or two secret times, I would have said like, no, start over. I'm doing that again. But back in back then, I was true to the form, and I was like, we're just gonna push through. But what frustrates me about that is like, yeah, it's that big like entrance, but I think it like set the tone for my guitar on the rest of that song. And while I'm really mm. proud of like parts of that song, and I think like it's a jam in a lot of ways. Like, I think it made my fingers, like, a little bit, like, nervous and jumpy, because I just, like, I just, like, miss some notes. Yeah. And it just sort of, sort of, like, defines my playing throughout the song, and what, when, what is, like, overall, like, a good song in my head. Uh, But I listened to the whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, like, I bet if I nailed that note, I would have just been, like, a little bit more confident, a little smoother throughout the rest of the song but uh, oh yeah just oh, yeah right there at the beginning so i have a fun story about this song i first this was the first song on uh desk friends i heard wow and i basically spencer was picking me up somewhere in the city i have no re i have no recollection of what the actual situation was but spencer was picking me up and i got in his car and this song was playing and like <laughs> maybe like 10 to 20 seconds went by and i was just like i knew desk friends came out like that day but i hadn't listened to it and so i, I knew desk friends was a thing i knew it was out i was like listening to that and then like I suddenly realized this was probably Wildcats, and I was just like, wait, Spencer, is this Desk Friends? And he was just looked at me grinning, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh my god. And I was like, what is this song? And we found out it was like Dean's List dipshits. And so that has been like one of my favorite songs from that album ever since, because it was just my introduction to the album, and it was, oh, it's so, I do love that song. But I totally, as soon as it started, before your guitar came in, I was just like, <laughs> oh, I know what this pick is. Yep, it is like the opening line of this when he misses that. <laughs> yes, and yep. like, just completely, like, absolutely still my favorite Wildcats album. I have not changed that opinion in like two years since it came out. And I listened to a few more of those songs, like of my favorites, and like such, like, probably overall my, my, my peak like I think I've had great songs since then, but truly, like I was good on that album. I was, I'm so happy with a lo- everything I did, and so it's just like that one blemish on what is otherwise like my favorite and like close to perfect album for me. Um, you know what? Just that- stands out. But I'm I'm not. I, I am ashamed of fucking that up. But like, it's not. I'm sure I could find like a darker, more embarrassing, stupid thing I did. We'll see. That makes me think of an interesting question, which might. It might be too deep. (laughs) (laughs) Too deep too soon? Do you guys feel like you have a Wildcats peak? Mm. Mmm. Yeah, desk friends forever. Like, you feel like you have gotten worse since then. I feel like... there hasn't been... I'll let everyone else say speak more because I just talked about this, but I think like I've I've set that bar and like I've tried to get there and maybe a couple songs where I'm like yeah I was like really on it, but like I think I have like higher expectations of myself since that album that I have not reached oh. as consistently. Yeah, like I think I think that's the thing more than actually having reached a peak. It's like I think I'm I think like objectively. I'm still improving uh, and like on an upward trajectory, but 
it's so much harder to wow myself because mm-hmm. a lot of I agree with that for sure. Like there's great on that album. Do you like me? Yes, no, maybe is one of my better vocal performances ever. I would say. I don't but, know about that. It's definitely one of your f- most like memorable ones. Well, hey, what's the difference when we all go to hell? <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's the point. Is I don't know about that. <laughs> I think of it as super memorable because like everyone remembered it at the time and people were talking about it. Uh, right. But today, people will talk. Like, sorry, I don't know, Ben. What song am I better on? Uh, like fastest Ick. man alive. That was way before. Yeah, it was way before. Oh, well, if we're talking peak, oh, that's true. So we're saying Charlie's peak was even earlier. <laughs> yeah, I don't, no, I don't know. No. I'm just saying that, like, I, I, I think that Charlie has had like a lot of good performances throughout the albums. I agree, but I think one thing that gets at what Chuck is saying is like Wildcats, in a, a lot of ways, only improves over time, and so. It's like it's it's crazy to me to imagine if something off of almost every song on Puppy Goes to Hell is something that like we would have never stopped talking about if we somehow managed to pull it off on Pokemon. So it really is hard to it really is hard to imagine how much better or worse something is over time when it's been so many years and the sound of Wildcats has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't tell how much like being in my head about like what I could achieve and thinking, yeah, like I think that could be holding me back a little bit. Like, I think there's a lot of times where I'm like, Ooh, this I'm not getting as into and like emotively playing this part because it's a type of part I know I've played like 50 times. Where if the first time I played a part similar to that on Pokemon. I would have had a bunch of fun right. energy in it. Yeah, that's definitely true. There's so much more context where it's when we're whenever we're playing now, where I definitely think in moments where it's like, "Oh, you've done this already. You you already did that." Yellow video sextant is a big song for everyone. Like a lot of people say they love that, but to me, whenever we do a song like that, I'm a little disappointed in us because I'm just like, we can do that. We already can. We already proved to ourselves we can do like a sappy, emotional song. <laughs> we that's not that doesn't impress me anymore. I'm not pleased with myself for having pulled that off. And I definitely feel like in the moment in performances, like when I am singing or when I am playing, I think about that stuff way more than I used to. Hmm. And I, but I think that's also like in our heads now compared to then. Like, I also remember I was in my head all the time on Pokemon because I was mad about something or other. Like, I was mad about us doing too many covers or, like, planning out the songs a little more than we had thus far. So... I just... Okay, hang on. I really... I need to clear this up because so many people have, like, brought this up to me. Like, Pokemon, you planned them out right All I want to say is, like, the most amount of planning, at least I have been aware of or present for for Wildcats, is, like, 
someone like hashes out their guitar riff whilst another person is picking their keyboard patch yeah and it is like 30 seconds a minute a, a minute max and like i definitely remember at the time in pokemon like you and me charlie talking about like this sucks like we're finding riffs beforehand we're not being totally silent until record and so we're not finding weird things and I think we've gotten better over the years at someone can have thought of a melody in the 10 seconds before recording and we can still bring spontaneity to the song. Uh, I forget my sentence structure. What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> I agree. But also, I feel like I think there was a phase where we we're like maybe doing that. And I think it was also based around the time we started just adding a ton more like technology into it. Like I, yes. I definitely remember when something went wrong or like that we're trying to get this iPad to do reverb and I had a lot of time to sit there and like already maybe Ben had been like playing on the keyboard. So I'm like, I have that in my head. I'm not sitting there like on a notepad, but I'm like, Ooh, I like, I get the vibe right. of this or what I'm about yeah. to do here. And I'm all, also, we're like setting up reverb. So I'm thinking about how I'm going to sing to make this reverb seem cool or something like that. But yeah. Since we've done that, we've also gotten better and more efficient at that, and there's less downtime between songs, so we don't have, like, five to six minutes of someone picking out and testing a drum patch. We just know which one we're going to use, and I'm like, okay, great, yep, go to studio, which is number 51, good to go, you know? So we've almost, like, simplified and and really, like, made it an efficient process. And then now the sort of the things I remember about, like, you know, planning ahead is just like, okay, no, uh, let's all count in together and we'll just go. And, you know, you know, we know it's going to be a little fifties bop kind of sound because we're doing that like one, two, three, four. But like, like you said, from there, it completely goes how it's going to go and we don't know how it's going to end and, and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, I think we've gotten more efficient, which has, uh, uh, shrunk those times where maybe someone sits there and just plays for too long and has a riff. Yeah. That's something uh, that happened a lot on Puppy Goes to Hell, where just like someone would get to their instrument they rotated to before everyone else and start playing. And then we would get there and we'd all be ready to go and just be like, stop playing. Stop playing right now. Hit record. Hit record right now. Stop playing. Don't plan any more of this out. Just hit record. We'll do it. You have like 10 seconds of material. That's enough. Like we can't figure this out any more than we have. Does anyone else think they have a peak in Wildcats? Because I can definitely oh, say, like, I do. I was never better at bass than I was during Pokemon, because that's also when I was in, like, a gigging and touring band where I played bass. But I don't think I was better than at musically. Like, now I think I have better thoughts while playing about, like, what is this song doing? When should I completely stop playing? I definitely have tons of thoughts now about like that person should just stop playing right now and it would make the song way better and then start playing (laughs) as soon as this person starts singing that way. And then I get too signally and it just stresses (laughs) everyone out. (laughs) Uh, I think that I peaked during, there was like a summer where we did farming the final frontier and uh, pool party. And to me, that that's where I peaked. I think that I had like a lot of really good songs on those two albums and like my favorite song that i've ever sang was on pool party oh no that was your peak (laughs) (laughs) actually no sorry i have two favorite songs that i've sung and one of them's on each of those albums yeah yeah, pool party it's a towel trouble and then on the other one it's a plague of quartz warts 
I was going to say, you need to give Plague of Quartz Warts its worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, just, I feel like um, the energy for me for those two albums is just like really high. That's funny. They may have actually been the first albums that I ever played using like a live drum kit. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because all the albums that I've been on before that were like West Coast or um, That's Life Though. And those were all like, you know, uh, electric drum kits that were going into headphones. And I I think that for me, it was like really like eye opening to have that kind of like loud room energy. What about Machoke and Machamp? (laughs) <laughs> yeah those two songs did happen <laughs> um uh it's funny because i re- i i remember you being way more game on pool party farming the final frontier i remember those it was like okay ben is in the singing slot yeah then, well like, I, I think doing it was- everything i could to tee you up to be like okay we're all bringing it down so much <laughs> so you can sing and it not happening right Pool party, you were like 100%. Yeah, and I think that it's because things went well in Farming the Final Frontier. Like, I think that, like, Plague of Quartz words kind of, like, boosted my confidence. And then, yeah, I don't know. Because you, that, that, that's the thing. is like, you did sing well on Farming the Final Frontier when you did it. <laughs> I, remember being, oh. I remember being frustrated. Just like, Ben, sing. Come on, Ben. Now's your chance. Hop into Reminds the Reminds me of Double Neck Day. You know, I was going to say, this, <laughs> this gets into my biggest embarrassment in Wildcats, which is Double Neck Daydream. Uh, I don't think we have the clip that we could play it for this podcast, but... Uh, I can put it in if we really want. Yeah, I could get um, it very quickly. No... Okay, you can if you want, but I, w- I will Let's just cut all that out like, as hard as I can. Go quiet for a second, and Adam can like theoretically insert it there. Theoretically, laugh at me and Spencer just jamming out while you two stare at so, each other. Yeah, so basically, okay, what well, happened was is, is here's the thing. Oh no, no, no! I'll say what happened <laughs> because we're doing double deck daydream. I am on guitar, you're on vocals, so I'm doing as much like guitar stuff as I can. And at one point, like you're not singing, and I've been ripping on guitar poorly for like minutes and so i hard stop and look at you and you stare at me you're holding the mic in your hand and you're just staring at me like what's the joke and nothing happens so i just keep playing guitar that was one frustration the other frustration was in the lyrics you set up that you pull off this amazing guitar solo <laughs> that melts everyone's faces so then I start playing the dinkiest guitar solo I can imagine, and it's so dinky, you don't realize I'm playing off your joke, so you start going, wow, 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 and I'm like, no, my guitar joke, his face-melting solo is supposed to just be like a major scale. <laughs> Alright, these riffs are totally about to melt your face off. Are you ready for it? Here comes the guitar solo I've been practicing for for years. 
we go. And then later in the recording of that album, you said to us all, like, in a very snarky way, you were like, you know, we could always just, like, look at each other to give each other signals. (laughs) And I was just like, excuse me, man, but I gave you the biggest look I could muster, and you froze like a deer in the headlights. (laughs) <laughs> that was maybe maybe that's my most frustrating <laughs> song, not yours that's maybe my favorite moment of band drama because also <laughs> i was just playing this groovy little thing looking at adam looking at ben and just like already <laughs> laughing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was great, though. That's one of the things that makes Wildcats great, is the misunderstandings that happen. Yeah. Now you now our listeners can go listen to that song and hear all those moments and be like, ah, two people on completely different pages. <laughs> A moment captured in time. Do you think that, like, Wildcats, for that reason, like, accomplishes something that, like, people in society in general try to avoid, which is to, like, cut out all the mistakes? And here, and we sort of do the opposite, and therefore it should be applauded for for such. Should we applaud ourselves? Is we what I'm saying. One hundred percent applaud ourselves. I think Ben raised a great point at one point. I don't remember when this was, but the way he put it, where he was just like, "People just don't expect to hear unpolished music." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like especially these days, stuff is so produced and overproduced that like, hey, don't judge. I won't uh, judge jury or executioner, but like it's weird to me. And I know it's not as soon as as soon as it happens, I realize it's not weird. But like whenever I'm listening to Wildcats and someone who's not a Wildcat is there and there's a mistake and they look at me and laugh like they're in on the joke and I am just baffled. (laughs) And it takes me a second to catch up to be like, oh, yeah. Most music doesn't have any mistakes at all. And the fact that you're hearing like a recorded and like mixed and mastered and produced song where someone completely fucks up is hysterical to you. <laughs> you never hear that. And to me, it's like, well, uh, oh, I guess part of the humor is that we fuck up. Yeah. I forgot that. That's beautiful. Oh, boy. Beauty's <laughs> in the eye of the... Beauty's comes from imperfections oh so wildcats is beautiful we're we we're should almost have, like we should have like triple beautiful <laughs> we're the triple threat hey wildcats yeah, yeah adam, adam? <laughs> uh what's uh how tall should trees be Ooh. hmm because <laughs> i think the taller the better <laughs> Well, like, imagine if all trees were double the height, how magical you'd feel. Oh, that's true. So I have a take on that specifically. Uh, Amazing. There's So in my new place in LA, there's a really big fig tree, which is really cool, but it doesn't have any like branches until like 30 feet up. Like it has giant roots on the ground, but 
Like if all the trees got twice as big, but you couldn't climb any of them because mm. you can't reach any branches, that's going to bum me out. Um, that's true. Anyone else have any feelings? I think that it could be it, it could be good if trees were a little higher to just keep any wildlife that benefits from that, like as far as far away from uh, humans and how we ruin stuff as possible. Like, I, like when I think of tall trees, I think of up at my cabin in Wisconsin, there are um, cedar trees that on the on the island that are crazy crazy tall because that land has been mostly untouched, and at the top. Um, well, I guess this is a human thing, but at one point, wildlife organization built a nest for the hawks. It's like a wooden six foot six by six nest up there, and they are just like the kings of the lake. And I think it's beautiful that like we can see it, but there's no way in hell I could ever disturb them. Like you couldn't, a power line wouldn't, you know, interfere. Uh, you can't throw a ball up there. You certainly can't climb it. I just think that's cool. So. Tall trees are good, but I assume they have some sort of structural integrity that yeah. needs to be maintained. So I'd have to go against taller the better. But like I don't leaf world being up high is good. Yeah. Having a separate leaf world from earth world. Yeah. I just feel, I now that I'm a grown-up, I don't feel sufficiently encapsulated by canopies. Mm. Okay. Canopies were such an important thing growing up that you thought you like really learned all about. Like Hell you'd yeah. be seeing canopies a ton, and I don't think I've ever really seen a canopy outside of like the butterfly pavilion. Well, I but think also, maybe it, maybe it comes from living in a city that whenever I see trees, I'm more just like rooting for them and like, <laughs> yeah, come on, buddy, come on, yeah. I never feel like I'm in tree world pretty much ever. Yeah. My backyard actually has, like, the biggest tree for, like, miles around. It's like a giant pine tree. In Whoa. New York? Yeah. Do they decorate it? Uh, Is it shorter than every other building within eyesight? No, because I live out in Queens, so it's actually taller than a lot of the buildings. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's cool. It's doing a good job. Trees do good jobs, and so do firefighters. Here's a worry I have. <laughs> The taller they are, the harder they fall. Um, I was thinking about that. If they were like 100 feet. Yeah. Sorry. Go on, Charlie. Well, like there's the literal version of that, which is stuff's going to be falling down really hard and also be if a tree falls, yikes. Uh, but number two is kind of <laughs> the taller they are, the more likely that they're going to get chopped down by a lumberman. Uh, but if they're all that same height, then better odds for all the trees. And then we don't need as much trees cut down. Yeah. yeah. Also, the oh, taller they true. are, the more that they're likely to get protected by, uh, you know, the government. Yeah, infected by the government. Um, <laughs> speaking of the taller they are, the harder they fall. I Coconuts. The worst joke I've thought of in a while when Charlie was talking All right, about let's, this. Okay, really, really quick. Can we just completely end this segment on your worst joke you've thought of in a while? Yeah. All right. Uh, so Charlie was talking about the fig tree in his backyard, and I was thinking, like, if you're sitting underneath it and a fig falls on your head, and you, like, think about gravity, is that like a fig newton? Figment of your imagination? Oh, I was going with Fig Newton, you know, because... 
That's so much better. I'm sorry. Why did you guess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben I told to us he had prepped the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that figures. <laughs> mm. That's the level of joke Adam thought you were going to make. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure whose whose punchline is worse. Is it a fig Newton? Wait. What's the wording on your version? Yeah, Fig Newton. If an apple falls on your head... No, a fig falls on your head, and you think yeah, about yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apple is okay. a normal Newton. This if is a, a fig, fig falls on your head, are you Fig Newton? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it Newton <laughs> with like an apostrophe like Newting? You become I and apostrophe. Guys, I'm Fig <laughs> Newton over here. What? Is it like that? N E W T I N apostrophe. No. Is that the punchline? No. The mantle transfer. Well, then it's you. way worse. Then it sucks. <laughs> if it's Are You Fig Newton, is that your name? If a fig falls on your head, that joke sucks. But if a, new, if a fig falls on your head when you're sitting under a tree, are you Fig Newting, but you drop the G, that joke rocks. I can't tell. You get the like isaac newton reference going on right yeah okay because figment of your imagination doesn't what i'm wondering what i'm wondering wondering is are you is what comes before fig newton is it are you is it was it a what is how does fig i honestly i hadn't i hadn't thought this through that well i just knew that i wanted the end of my joke to be fig newton I think and I kind of just better. set a bunch of stuff backwards. to get there. I think it's way better if if you're sitting under a tree thinking about science and a fig falls under your head. You're Fig Newton, and it's N E W T I N apostrophe. I think that's a great joke. All right, cool. <laughs> I think my favorite version is that you become the person known as Fig Newton, <laughs> and you are Fig Newton until someone else has a fig fall on their head and takes up the mantle. or any type of fruit. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's like apricot, yeah. Newton. <laughs> hey, I'm walking to the break. I'm still at the coffee shop. Uh, I'm just going to put in more clips of uh, uh, Puppy Goes to Hell. Please listen to it, and it's really fun. And also go to squidcity.com, and that's where you can find anything else about the Wildcats, like where does our Instagram link lead to, and other fun things like that. And you can also listen to whatever other podcasts are on squidcity.com. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe we have a bunch by now. Right now, it's just us and Gaming in Hell, but you could listen to Gaming in Hell if you listen to this right on time. And if you are listening to this right on time, wow, true fan, hit us up. You deserve something, a prize, something special. All right, here's some clips of Puppy Goes to Hell. Poochie Palace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope we do a good job with Poochie Palace. No colors with our names on them. We can speak English, the language of masters. We don't need to, but it's just faster than woofing and barking. Shkathethlon, Hell's Teenager. <laughs> And if you think, say 
You should know it's pretty hard To be Scott Heffron's dad First breath of earth air So you just heard a great plug from our friend Adam. Uh, but now you're getting ready to hear the new episode of And the Wildcats' episodic improvised musical. And this episode, it's the crazy concert. <laughs> uh, ben, you weren't there, right? No, this is actually the first episode of And the that I'd ever heard. Yeah, I Amazing. thought so. Ben gets advanced listens because he's our friend. Sorry, yeah. he's in the band. I don't know. You think of Wildcats, you think of rockin' shows, raucous days. But <laughs> this concert that we're going to see in this episode, like all Wildcats concerts are pretty crazy. So for this one to be the crazy concert, that means it's really crazy it's crazy for a wildcats concert so get excited to see what happens next it's not just crazy it's really crazy (laughs) (laughs) oh boy all right does that do it yeah what a cool freak all right hey hello let's track (laughs) and laugh uh, be sure to laugh. Sure. <laughs> Easy. Okay, I got a name for a track. Ha ha ha. All right. All right. Great. We could, could, we could, we could chop that one if we want. <laughs> I like it. I see nothing wrong with it. Oh. It's really fun to write that. Uh, the Shredded uh, Axe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so you have to tune. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun because that's a joke just for us. Yeah. They can hear we loved in the <laughs> listeners, but you won't get it. It's not a joke to get. It's a joke to give. The highest of heights. Oh. Very nice. That's good because it's a song name. Yeah. Per- Spencer, perfect. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, who didn't go? You? Do we, do we have four? We have four. Oh, that's four. Poor, okay, so now I'm we good. get to know that Mitch is poor Mitch. <laughs> poor Mitch. Oh. Yeah, listeners, this week Mitch is poor Mitch. So <laughs> please send him your regards in any way you can. Yeah, yeah. follow him on Twitch. Um, email at bones me underscore cr. Email me to get his like address if you have any packages you want to send him this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, email Charlie if you want to know what he likes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So our tracks are Ha Ha Ha, The Shredded Axe, 
Oh, so you have to tune and the highest of heights. Wonderful. All, All right. right. Good sounding drumsticks you got there, Spenny. <laughs> Thanks, President Andrew Anderson. Now, I know you and your band, the Wildcats, are about to do a big show, but if you... Was he faking his southern accent? If you don't do what I ask, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to have to throw the show for the American people. I can't do that. I, I'm going to have... I could do that. I'm it seems have a lot like of the president has a different voice behind closed doors and only puts on a facade in the public. So... What do you want from me? What I want from you? I want you to play off rhythm. I want you to play out of tune. And I want you to make Wildcats the worst band in the world since you stole that award from my base. And what's in it for me? What are you going to give me? What's in it for you? I really don't want to do this, but if there's a reward that I like, I might have to take it. I might not nuke. Your family's house. All right. Nuke his family's house. Thank God President Andrew Anderson doesn't know that we're all in this green room bathroom together, the rest of the band, and we can hear what he's saying. Now, you better ruin this show or my name isn't Andrew Anderson. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Listeners, do you think he'll do it? Leave a comment below. Also, what's the president's real name? Oh. The world is full of mysteries. Some can be fun, but some are scary. Who can solve them? Your favorite team. God damn it, Spencer! <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying. Wild, 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 wild cats! Wild, 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 wild cats! Wild, 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 wild cats! And Crazy concert. That was our sound check. How are we going to do a great show? Spencer, we all heard what the president said to you. Uh, I'm really sorry. Um, I, I had an itch on my back, and I was trying to reach it while I was playing. Look, Spencer, I'm not going to hold it against you because no one wants their house nuked. But we're going to help you work through this and, and, and get this asshole Andrew Anderson off your back because that is not cool. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin a show. I mean, we've had a, you know, perfect shows for our entire life as a band, and I wouldn't want to end Look, that over, you know, something so silly as my family dying in a nuclear, not accident. Look, we'll figure out a way to get you out of this. Don't worry. 
We can have our cake and eat it too. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, I guess we should uh, go talk to Director Colby and uh, you know find out where the show's going to be. Probably on stage or in the green room. You think we're going to have the show in the green room this time? No, the set's a stage. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a little messed up right now. Sometimes the only thing you can do to not cry when you're in a tough situation is stick your ground and have a laugh. So go for it, Spencer. Maybe the first step to solving your your you know little problem is you feel terrible now. You're worried that your family's all gonna be dead. You're also probably a little hungry and tired. True. We gotta laugh. The problem's still there, so I don't know. That's, that's true. Yeah, and we all have, and we have to figure all of this out before we have to go on stage because we can't have this hanging over us while we're expected to play. Right, right. And also, if you play, you're supposed to play really bad by then and throw the show. So we definitely, yeah. definitely have to figure it out by then. Okay, let's put our brains together. That's such a good idea. 
So, I think that if there's a way that we can make Anderson think that I'm playing out of time, but I'm actually in time, okay, what about this? Okay. What if we are playing behind a giant projector screen of us playing really badly, but so he can Mm -hmm. see me sort of struggling behind Mm. the kit, you know? Mm. So it looks like I'm throwing the show, but actually we're behind the screen giving it our all. This is a great idea. Spencer's so smart. Spencer, I love it. I think like that's, it. that's genius. Because he's old good. and stupid, so you know, maybe he won't. He won't realize. So, because it looks like we're playing bad, he'll assume that the sounds we're making are bad. Because he probably doesn't even understand music anyway. He doesn't like it. He doesn't get it. But yeah, the guy can, that wants to ban it. There's no way we right. can say he understands it. Right. That's, but mm-hmm. we can maintain our musical integrity and know we didn't let our guard down for a second. We didn't back down. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So we gotta shoot a video of us playing poorly. Right. That's project. true. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Let me just find the guitars and the basses. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's uh, look around here. Oh no! What? Someone chopped this guitar to bits. Whoa! What? And I think they did it with an axe. <laughs> Wow, an axe on axe crime. They axed the axe. This sucks, but I guess it's kind of in our favor. I mean, I bet this, I bet like playing this fucked up guitar will look crazy. And for now, it would make crazy sounds, but we're gonna, this is just for the video, so. Right. I mean, that's fine. What's weird is a real rock star might destroy their own guitar. But it's so rude to destroy yeah. a rock star's guitar. Yeah. See, President uh-huh. Robert Andrew Anderson probably thought he was really getting us, getting one over on us by destroying this guitar. But actually, it'll play into our plan perfect. <laughs> jokes on him again. I, I never get tired of jokes about the president. <laughs> uh, I got one. Uh... What did the president say when he uh, went into the Oval Office? <laughs> what? what? What did he say? Uh, hail to the cheap. That's good. All right, let's shoot this video. And remember, we all have to play horribly. <laughs> Yeah, all right, cool. Just, you know, have a lot of looks of anguish on your face, like, oh, I wish I wasn't messing up so bad, but we're all in the know. We all know that we can do better. Right. It's just not going to feel good, but it's for Spencer's family. Go against all of your instincts, and instead of shredding that axe, uh, you have to make it look like it was an accident. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's shoot this. Okay. I got the camera all set up. It's one of those brand new kinds, the reds. Okay, I oh. got I got this guy plugged in. Oh, oh boy. Wow. It's going to be rough to play. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, here goes nothing. 
One, two, seven. Nobody has to hear the audio from that. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'd be so embarrassed. That would be awful. Mitch, I'm so impressed by you just taking the snare drum I'm off of the kit. To disassemble the drum kit, but I just couldn't stop playing well. Yeah. We, we got the video of that, right? Uh, check the game. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's there. I think Perfect. it's there. Perfect. Yeah. Ooh. Boy, okay. So, we need a projection screen, a screen that we can project onto, big enough to cover the entire stage. Uh, where are we going to find that? Maybe that big, chunky president has some whitey whiteys we could use. 
So we're gonna okay. <laughs> I just never get tired of jokes about the president. Ha 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 ha! Okay, so we sh- we gotta do like a under panty raid on President Anderson. Or I got it, I got it. What if right before the show we give him a giant wedgie hanging from the rafters, and so his whitey whiteies, his whitest whiteies. We'll cover the entire front of the stage. Sure. Oh, yes. That's perfect. We just need to get some hooks into his waistline belt. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Should be pretty simple. But. Okay. So he's probably in a VIP box somewhere. We just need to kidnap him. Yeah. Get him behind the stage. Hello. Wildcats. Hello? Hello? Oh. You. I hear it's... you guys in here prepping up for the big show. <clears throat> you can hear that? Yeah. Do you like what you hear? Sounding pretty bad. I just want y'all to know I got the nuclear launch codes memorized right now. B nine four four six eight nuke. Oh. So does he have a deep southern accent, a slimy higher pitched voice, or is it a combination of both? He's he's just given us the launch code. And Spencer, I got the address of your parents right here. <gasps> 555 Easy Street, Americaville, USA. I was hoping that that was the one thing you wouldn't be able to figure out. Zip code five 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 five. Oh my god! Five 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 five. That's the extra postal stuff. Okay. So unfortunate that Spencer's family is just so damn patriotic. You're right. I wish they hadn't gotten such a weird address. guys are sitting here and I got one last contingency plan. Oh no. What else? What else? Mm. Robert and Drew Anderson. (laughs) Robert, where did you ever hear such a funny name? Uh, (laughs) I am going by Andrew. And anyone who says otherwise, there's a bed in Gitmo waiting for them. Wow. Okay, okay, listen. Calm down. We set up a nice booth for you in the back. You can watch the whole show happen. It's going to be the greatest show in American history since that show Abe Lincoln was watching. All right. Well, wait. Abe Lincoln, that's my favorite president. <laughs> he, he's why I'm a Republican. Re- and, wait, really? Yeah, Abe Lincoln. That's it, just interesting because, you know, all of your policies don't seem to fully line up with his sort of vision for America in the future. Uh, the Republicans are not a racist party. Uh, Abe Lincoln is our founder, and he freed the slaves. Okay, Maybe but the Democrats founded the KKK. Okay, but you know, like that, that like the ideals really switched. Like the Republican Party of then is certainly not the Republican Party of today. 
Ah. And you just taking credit for that Republican Party is just contradictory to your own statements and beliefs. All right, Mitch. Well, if you want to be such a smarty pants, let me be a smarty president and spin those tuning knobs. Wait, what are you doing? Stop! No! No! So you have to tune now. Oh. Sorry, guys. That's all right. God. It's like a little bit of a hassle. Damn it. How's it going? You almost done? I don't know. I think I'm back. Yeah. Take that, President. He fixed it immediately. <laughs> you can fix that. But can you fix this? It's a bend the bent neck of your guitar and mess up the intonation. Oh, no! That was his perfect guitar. He got it custom built. Yeah. You just have no respect for music, do you? No, I don't. And now I'm going to go sit in that VIP box and wait to see it. Enjoy the, the worst sh- show I've ever seen. Enjoy the show, Dr. President.
with Brian May. Yeah. We were trading riffs and licks. Oh yeah. We were trading strings and picks. Mm, yeah. The jam was going so well that I helped him write half of Queen's discography. Oh yeah. And in return, he told me that he had a special gift for me. Yeah. He yeah. built my ass. Custom made for a cat. He built my ass. Brian May was one of the first wild cats. not right with it but i think it's gonna make it through the show i'm just i'm so done with this scummy shit bag of a president i'm not gonna let him ruin a wildcats show it just won't happen if you ask me beauty comes from imperfection oh, that's true but i think your guitar's got a unique thing nothing else has now and kind of cool the president did it yeah another unique thing that no other guitar has because it was already fairly unique brian may made this true is it true that beauty comes from imperfections? Wow. Well, I think we can do it now. We can play this great show. Or is it more true that beauty comes from intonations? Okay, we need to go k- kidnap the president and string him up by his undies. All right. Let's stick it to him. Let's get him. First, no. we gotta find the spot. Boys, are you almost ready? Uh, yes, we just have one last Colby. thing to do, Director Colby. Oh boy, the crowd's getting restless. I'll go hold it down out there on stage. Okay, thanks, thanks Director. We're almost ready. Hey, everyone, would anyone like to see a magic trick? Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> All right, I've got the tow hook up here. I'll climb up onto the rafters and throw it down to you, Trevor. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got All right. It. You need me to secure it? Yeah, we got to secure it. Okay. To the president's wasteland. All right. I'm going to sneak in through the special trap door we built into the back of his penthouse. It's not a penthouse. What's the word for that? VIP booth. That's it. All right. That's right. Tonight, I'm his John Wilkes booth. All right. Nah, I'm at a show getting ready for it to start thinking about my favorite president. Uh... Abraham Lincoln And just looking out there I'm seeing the magic trick Like none I've ever seen What a show What a night Yes, yes Suck it up, Mr. President Ah, okay Yes, I got one loophole Right here on the back of his pants The sucker missed with his belt Perfect for the hook Ooh, what is that? Yeah, that's Ah. right and I just string Must just have an itch. Rope through that, and then right into the top of his undies. It's secure. And I give Charlie the sign. All right. Hey, Mr. President. Uh, the only wedge you're going to put between the Wildcats is a wedgie. Here I go, guys. I'm jumping onto stage now. Let's run! 
Coming down from the highest of heights And I always know it's time The president is going up the side And I see him starting to fly What a show, it's Wildcats And the president is in trouble I'm looking at his red face But his white underwear is blocking the whole space Oh, now, you see here, everybody, that uh, this was a simple misunderstanding And uh, uh, the Wildcats are very dear friends of mine And uh, just want them to put on the perfect show I'd never do anything to, to stop that or prevent it Yeah, right! Screw it! We're gonna put on the show of your life And you got the best seat in the house I love music so much <laughs> Mr. President, the only launch you're gonna pull off is getting launched by your ass. <laughs> Make it in front of the whole class. What a fool. President Anderson is such a tool. I embarrassed myself in the theater. I have dishonored my favorite predecessor, Mr. Abraham Lincoln. You're a disgrace to the American people, Mr. President! Folks, I'm just gonna return to the White House. White like your undies, Mr. President. up there, way high up there, hoisted by these ropes on the stage. It's kind of beautiful, his tears sparkling in the spotlight. Coming from him President Robert Andrew Anderson Pissed himself From the highest of heights And as it sprays Across the crowd I gotta say This is one rocking night Wildcats gonna bring the show down Spencer, give him a little more. Show him what you can yeah, do. Yes, Spencer. Yeah. Go me, go me. 
Well, you certainly have made a fool out of me, Wildcats. To which I have one thing to say. Yeah, what's that? BX99C. No, it was B49886NU. No! No! <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Yeah, Spencer's yeah. family just got nuked. <laughs> yeah, his whole family. Oh, that's funny. And the Wildcats Who Is Us are funny, too. Yeah. We're as funny as the death of family. Speaking of family, the fans of this podcast, the listeners, even those that don't consider themselves fans, you're part of our extended family. (laughs) Uh, Our nuclear family is us and then Squid City. And so Dan from Gaming in Hell is like... Technically part of our nuclear family, yeah. Yeah. And then it's the Apple Podcasts uh, and RSS feeds. Guys, I would say I'm sorry I uh, yelled at you guys both earlier, but uh, you've known me too long at this point. <laughs> if you were going to not do it again, uh, you wouldn't. You would have already, and so therefore apologies <laughs> are useless. I I would have already not done it ever again. But you can't prove a negative in that in in another way you could think that you have to give us five stars. Charlie bail me out of that premise. Yeah, so in another way I was trying to come up with a fig newton joke and they're actually pretty hard. So good work guys for coming up with a good one. Um but yeah, if you want to let us know that you love the show, um, leave us a five-star review anywhere. Uh, Yelp. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you could spray paint it on a wall. But only if Except you own the wall, please. And yeah. please, no, nothing that affects the ozone in your spray paint, please. Yeah. Put up Maybe some it'd be better on the to, subway. Like, spell two stars in solar panels Mm. yeah if you have to grade us less than three stars please do it in a way that's good for the earth (laughs) yeah if it's bad for us but good for the earth we can't complain yeah all right keep on fig newton